Hi everyone, Camille here from Soul Sisters Balancing Act, and today I would like to welcome Teresa, and we're going to talk about 50 fun things. So, Teresa, let's start off with how we met. So, I first welcomed her into our CLA Business Club when I was a uh, student at the U of M and brought her in as a speaker and we stayed in touch ever since I had done some social media work for women in networking. Um, she's the owner of uh, women in networking. So win, and she holds awesome, fun, innovative, high energy networking events all around the twin cities. And we've been working together really ever since collaborating in a lot of different ways. And we're excited to share with you all a new collaboration that we've been working on taking her project of 50 fun things and expanding it to a new group of people and putting a new theme to it. So this event that we're holding um, coming up in January here is called 50 fun fitness things. So a little bit about myself. I am a personal trainer, um, made a big career shift two and a half years ago. So now I'm in a career path where I get to help people live healthier lives. Um, And it definitely sets my soul on fire. And this was right up my alley in terms of sharing the good experience that I've had from doing 50 fun things um, and getting to actually lead and facilitate the event myself. Um, So Teresa, can you give us a little bit of a backstory of how 50 fun things came to be? And then I'll kind of share my experience with a couple of the events I've gone to. Sure. But before that, I want to say a few good things about Camille. So when I originally met Camille, she really stood out as being Um, She was a student, but you would never know it because she was really motivated. She took action. She followed through. And then we did end up working together, which I really enjoyed and and gained so much from getting to know Camille and seeing her, her really professional work style and the way she gets things done. So speaking of getting things done, um, with 50 Fun Things a couple years ago and having Camille, having participated a few times it's a way for people to get things done in a way that's not just checking things off of a list, but it's really about thinking, how do you want your life to feel? How do you want to be more fulfilled? Um, And it's those little small things in addition to the big things. So I know for Camille, she's had some big things come up from participating in 50 fun things, but I'm also hearing from people that it's the little small attitude adjustments, the new ways of looking at the world, the perspective of appreciating what you have in your life that is good and tweaks that you can make that's made all the difference. So, um, so you asked about you know, how this all got started. Mm-hmm. So we all go through transitions in our life. And for me, a couple years ago, um, I, I suppose you could say I was having a little bit of a midlife crisis. So, mm-hmm. you know, I had been divorced for uh, several years. I was approaching my 50th birthday and I was just reevaluating everything like, okay, what am I doing? How am I spending my time? Um, there were some patterns that I'd wanted to shift um, that I had seen myself falling back into. And so I just thought, you know, I am going to have a birthday party and I'm maybe I'll just put together a list of things, 50 fun things that I want to do with my friends. And they signed up for the things they wanted to do with me, little things, big things. And I hadn't expected it to have as big of an impact as it had beyond myself. So not only was my life turned around from that experience, but my friends felt more connected and excited and were asking, you know, what's next. There are people I barely knew that were following me on social media that said, this is, you know, what else are you doing? I'm getting inspired. Um, Can you please write a book or a blog or do a workshop? And 
and I love facilitating workshops. So I thought, oh, yeah, I would love to do a workshop on this. Mm -hmm. And thinking like, well, we'll see, you know, if anybody will find it interesting. And it immediately filled. I think you were at the very, Mm -hmm. one of the very first ones. Yeah. And, um, and then since that time, I just kept seeing the big transformations that were happening for people. And I've been offering them regularly and now around the world through retreats and travel excursions, which is awesome because Mm -hmm. that was on my own 50 fun things chart originally to incorporate more travel. Mm -hmm. And, um, and so speaking of the 50 fun things for fitness, um, this is a way, so one of my more recent 50 Fun Things is to expand the impact of 50 Fun Things and to get it out into the world beyond what I can do on just, just on my own. And that means connecting with people that have experienced it firsthand, who've had results, and who have the skills to facilitate and um, really bring it into new realms like fitness. And so when Camille expressed interest in doing a 50 fun fitness things, it was a perfect fit because, oh, I get to work with somebody that I already know has quality work, Mm -hmm. who's a great facilitator and who's a fitness expert who can then um, try doing that and getting that out into the world in this way. So I'm really excited about that. Thank you. Yeah, me too. I know that like from the very first 50 fun things that I went to, I, you know, basically in the concept is you basically it's idea generation for and you get some broad categories and you start getting the ideas flowing. Everyone talks about their examples of fun things that you can do with the concept that there's 52 weeks in a year and you're giving yourself 50 ideas. So in theory, you should be able to do one fun thing a week mm-hmm. every year to make an awesome epic year of doing all of these little things. Um, and some examples just to kind of give you an idea of kind of what these things are might be drinking fancy coffee that has a special design on top of it. Just all things that you've always wanted to do. I know that my, one of mine was like go up the down escalator or something silly like that. So some are super silly and some ended up turning into very serious um, things for me. And one of my ideas was to create a cookbook. I at the time was posting pretty frequently about air fryer recipes um, and become had kind of the, the source of contact information for air fryers um, in my little fitness community. And so after I had wrote down that I wanted to do write a cookbook, put two and two together, actually connected and collaborated with another member of Win and had her publish my cookbooks. Um, I set myself a really rapid deadline. Um, and it's kind of funny how the things on your 50 fun things will just suddenly happen for you. Like you don't know exactly how they're going to happen, but they always do. And they show up in like really unexpected ways and like, oh, check that one off my list, didn't even realize it. Or you're like, I have no idea how I'm going to write a cookbook. And all of a sudden, here it is, like in a short turnaround time. Um, And that's kind of the beauty and the fun of it. I think that's what makes it special. That's what gives 50 fun things its twinkle is because it gives your idea running on all of these fun ideas that you can do. You're putting your energy and intention towards that, that mindset. And so you're looking for more of those things to happen. So it really does create a huge mental positive shift when you're just spitting out 50 amazing things that could happen in your life, Mm -hmm. you start looking for how those things could happen and get inspired on how to take action. Like before that, I would have never even looked for how I could connect the lines, reverse engineer it. But because I was like, okay, cookbook, well, I have the cooking material, but I don't have any of like the book experience, but I was connected right away with someone who has printing experience. And so it all just kind of came together all at the same time. 
Um, and since then, I have taken it uh, another two more times. And so the first one was just kind of the life. You go generalized, what things you like doing um, and what do you want to do more of, things that give you energy, things you're grateful for. They have some broad um, kind of topics here, like your thoughts, you know, how can you have fun ways that are thought provoking um, or thoughtful ways like writing daily gratitude, things like that. Um, some other categories are happiness, inspiration, new to you. So stepping out of your comfort zone, doing different things, um, gratitude and absolutely self-care, which the categories already line up really well with health and fitness. So, and I just had my first um, book club actually with my personal training clients. It was a really cool thing that I if I were to do 50 fun things like within the last six months, it would have definitely been on my list of fun things that I would love to do. Um, and, it, and it was such a success. I had such a good positive feedback from all my clients that were wanting to not just improve their health and fitness, but also their mindset. And I was like, oh, I got to give these people more of, you know, give them more direction, more guidance than just pointing them in the direction of a book. I wanted to have my own voice and share my own words with them. And it made perfect sense to do a 50 fun things version. Um, and I am very passionate about living a healthy lifestyle and making it easier, making it more fun. I mean, that's what the air fryer is. It makes eating healthy, more fun and less painful. You know, it's good deep fried esque food. So it was a perfect pair to do this. And I'm super excited to go through it. Um, and it's a great platform to be able to, take that the same concept and apply it to different areas of your life. I, the first time I did it for life, the second time I did it for like business. So, you know, fun different ways that I can spice up like my office job and do different things in the office and do different team bonding events. And then the third time I did it, I used it for date night ideas. You know, what would be fun things to do together with a significant other? And that's a really important thing too, that I wanted to bring up was that when the males do come to the event, mm -hmm. they have an amazing time and it's good for everybody. Yeah. And so don't let it sound like, you know, it seems like a very female driven um, kind of world of personal growth, which um, it can be, but everyone that's ever gone has, it's just a good time. It's, it's fun. It's lighthearted, but there's a little bit of magic in it that happens when you start spitting out ideas of things that you like doing. Um, and we would often just refer to it. You know, every Thursday night, we'd break out the date night chart and see which one we wanted to do that day. I love that. And it, it's just fun. So then we got to do new experiences together for the first time, you know, find things that we haven't done, restaurants we haven't gone to, doing things like getting massages or whatever, stuff that you wouldn't normally go out of your way to do. Um, it kind of is like a real life game, I guess, so yeah. to speak. Well, not only did it generate ideas, but I also get the sense that it helped your communication, like saying like what things would interest you, what things would interest him and, totally. and trying these things together that you might not otherwise. Yeah. It, it's, it strengthens the communication that you have between your other person. So it's great to do on your own, but it's something that you can do time and time and time and time and time again and get something valuable out of it each and every time. Like I would recommend that every couple does it together because if you're going to both, and it works for health and fitness too, it helps to have the whole team on board mm -hmm. when you're trying to turn the ship around and eat healthy and move your body. It helps to have both people excited about doing that. And so being able to get on the same page, you know, talk about different fun things like ice skating and snowshoeing um, and different activities you can do together can help you to kind of converse and not part ways, but actually come back together. 
um, and create new ideas that way. Yeah. And I love it that you brought up some like different fitness ideas that some people might not even see as fitness. Like, oh, but you're moving your body, you're getting outdoors, you're trying new things, you're, you know, having fun. Mm -hmm. And so fitness doesn't have to be always be grueling. And but there there can be lighthearted, fun ways that you incorporate that into your life. Absolutely. This has been Operation Embrace Winter for me this year. Um, I grew up in Wisconsin. I knew what I was getting into moving to Minnesota. And I decided this year that if I'm going to complain about it, I have to do something about it. And since I'm not moving anytime soon, I just opened a gym. Uh, I have to embrace winter because I can't just spend every year six months being upset. <laughs> so this year has been very much uh, in Operation Embrace Winter. And a lot of them are in healthy and active ways. Um, we bought ice skates for this year. There's free ice skating all over the place. It's in Minnesota. We have ice rinks every other place you turn. Um, we've got cross-country skis. Again, being healthy, being active. I could not believe this year. Uh, one of my things on my health and fitness would be build a snow fort. Um, and we built a snow fort this winter already, like the, one of the first days that it snowed because it's really heavy snow. My boyfriend's absolutely insane. He's like, we get done with a five hour drive and he's like, let's build a snow fort. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I really just want to go inside and lay down. But uh, sure, let's build a snow fort. He's like, the snow is good today. We don't know when it's going to be good again. The, I love the snow conditions. Seize the moment. Yeah. So I went inside, threw on my MyZone belt, which is my heart rate monitor um, that keeps track and it gives you like MyZone effort points. So you win points or whatever. Because um, I knew it was going to be a workout rolling snow. And I could not believe how hard that I worked, like building a snow fort for two hours. <laughs> like I wore my MyZone belt and got more points than I do during my actual workouts. <laughs> That's great. I was like, this is ridiculous. But it's a free, fun way to move your body mm -hmm. and in a different way that's functional, productive, and enjoyable. Enjoyable. Yeah. And we had a good time. But it's stuff like that, that things you wouldn't think about that aren't. They, and that's not to say that all these things are going to be easy, but they're definitely worth it. Like the the risk reward, the output is always worth it compared to the input. I think some people don't like to, you know, go really all into health and fitness because they aren't reaping the reward right away. Like fit, health and fitness journey is very much delayed gratification. You don't get to reap the rewards until months, maybe even years down the road, really. And I think that can be really discouraging to people. But just like you save for retirement, you want to save for your body's retirement. You want to start working out and moving your body. It doesn't have to be dumbbells in a gym, but there's a lot of different ways that you can be active and live a healthy lifestyle without being a gym rat. Or you can be a gym rat and I'll show you how. So that's kind of my goal for the 50 Fun Fitness things is to show people and give people ideas on a lot of different ways that eating healthy can be fun. Mm -hmm. And moving your body and living a healthy, active lifestyle can be fun. Um, you know, something even like going to sushi can be something that's a healthier cheat meal than going to Applebee's, you know. Um, there's a lot of different ways. And that's what I want to try to really emulate to people is it doesn't have to be this hard, awful thing if you want to lose 20 pounds. Well, that's what I would say because um, you were talking about how it can be a long journey to the destination. Mm -hmm. So why not enjoy the journey? So having 50 fun fitness things, then you, you don't have to delay all the gratification. You know, that yes, if you're trying to get to an ultimate, you know, weight or size, mm -hmm. that is the destination. But if you focus on the journey and making it joyful, then you get there and like, oh, 
wow, I kind of forgot that that was my goal because I'm enjoying the moments of getting there. Exactly. And that would be my ultimate goal is if someone, say, wanted to lose 50 pounds in a year, from a health perspective, that's very doable and can sustain that in a very healthy way. And if I, if you can leave our session with 50 ideas and break it down so you have one thing per week to look forward to, mm-hmm. as long, you know, if you, if you hit your one pound per week, then you go, get to go and do one of your 50 fun things. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of this, you've done 50 fun new adventures and you lost 50 pounds. That would be my ultimate, Ooh. like, winning scenario. Right. Like, having fun and losing weight, you know, breaking it down into smaller bite-sized pieces, um, which... I think is a big part of why 50 fun things works. It's, it's small, it's mm-hmm. doable, it's tangible. They're tasks. Like if you're a task you master. To look forward to mm-hmm. that sense of accomplishment. Um, it also connects you with other people. Like, yeah, there's just, there's a lot that comes from it. It's fun. And then you get different ideas from other people that are either in your group or that you hear about. Do you have a couple, do you have any examples of like some of the more unique ideas or people of ideas that turned into something else? Kind of like Cammie's Cafe Cookbook? Oh, I probably do. There's, there's so many ideas. I'm trying to think if there's one that is um, fitness related, but the one that I hear over and over is about attitude shifts Mm -hmm. where there are things that people are not looking forward to at all. And then they come and they look, they, they realize, oh, when they leave, like, oh, maybe if I look at this in a different way. It makes a big difference. Mm-hmm. So, for example, um, there's a woman who there's an event that she goes to every year with her husband and she can't she couldn't stand it. Mm-hmm. And she just would dread it and like, oh, and she would just put up with it and leave feeling frustrated. And then after she did 50 fun things, she wasn't expecting her attitude to shift about this particular thing. But what she found was the next time when this event was coming up, she looked at it in a new way and and she started thinking, like seeing things differently. Mm-hmm. And then when she went, she she um, contacted me right after, and she's like, "Oh my gosh, this thing that I was dreading when I looked at it with a fresh perspective was actually really fun." <laughs> but I don't even seeing the negative stuff, you know. But when I shifted it, I saw the good things, and she's like, "I loved it so much that I can't wait for next year, and I'm going to volunteer to be on the planning committee." Oh I'm my like, gosh! Wow. Okay. Oh, what so, a flip. so it's just it's a it's a little thing, but it's an example of how your mind can shift when you start focusing on the joys and what lights you up and what feels fulfilling. Um, then you start seeing more of those things versus you know, it's easy to get stuck in the negatives and the ways we talk to ourselves and in each other. And um, if you can make that little tweak in seeing the joy. It just, it, it ripples out. Yeah. It's, you follow the path, whatever you're looking for, you're going to find more of just like on any tree. Mm -hmm. I use this example all the time. You can find dead branches and you can keep looking and you'll find more and more dead branches. And you're going to think the whole gosh darn tree is dead. But if on that same exact tree, you looked and looked for hunted for new growth or for vibrant, you know, living vivaciously, then you would find more growth, more new, more growth more expansion and you'll think the tree is thriving even though every tree just like humans we have both each you know we have dead branches and we have growth branches but I don't know about you guys but I don't like looking at dead branches (laughs) I'm trying to look at the growth ones and it's so it's all about where you're directing your attention to and when someone gives you the task of say fill in the blank our brains are great fill in the blank machines and when you say fill in the positive blank well guess where your brain is going and it's fun to see the different pieces come together and it's almost a good excuse to start doing things you always 
wish you would have done. Like, I'm sure when you were turning 50, you're like, this is a big milestone in my life. And there's a lot of things I haven't done yet. Yeah. Which is a lot of feedback that I I hear from people as they're hitting milestone birthdays. They're like, I feel like, you know, I wish I would have done that. Well, the time is now. (laughs) It's all the time is always now to go out and do them. And so you start to look forward to doing things. It kind of gives you an excuse to like, go to a dance, go to a twerk class or, you know, go to a fun, unique class that you would normally never go to. But now that it's on your list, you're like, oh, I'm, I have to do my 50 right. fun things. <laughs> like, yeah, it kind of like, it builds in some accountability to yourself, too. And then mm-hmm. when you voice it, it adds even more accountability when you do when you tell others in the group about what you're yeah. moving toward. And it just puts an overall intention towards what how you're running your life. Are you being a passenger? Are you mm-hmm. just coasting through life, letting life run you? Or are you running your own life? having a voice in what things you want to do and how you want to spend your time. I don't know about you, but I don't know how I can count the number of times I sat on the couch and said, where do you want to eat? I don't know. What do you want? Mm -hmm. I don't know. What do you want? Well, if you look at your thing, you might see that you have, you want dinner with a live show and that narrows it down (laughs) and you can go and see that then instead of going to Applebee's again. Oh yeah. You just made, gave me a thought too, where like where um, part of 30 fun things is embracing new experiences and, um, and so maybe if you're sitting on the couch, like, I don't know, I don't know. And somebody suggests, oh, let's try out this new restaurant with this different cuisine. Maybe the old you would say like, oh, I don't know if I like that kind of cuisine. I don't think I'm going to go there. But the new you, if mm-hmm. you're thinking, might be like, oh, I've never tried that before. Let me give it a shot. And and then you you have a new experience. And mm-hmm. you, you may or may not like it. But, hey, you open yourself up to something new. It's basically a mini adventure mm-hmm. that's really easy and attainable. So... And you tried and you get to rewrite that label. I really feel like 2020 is a year for leveling up for a lot of people. I've noticed a lot in my circle, people are ramping up for the big change. And I feel like with it being 2020, the year of finding Camille 2.0, Teresa 2.0 fits really well with that. And I think that's what I'm going to try to guide all my clients in my circle to do is you know, you ask yourself, what would Camille 2.0 do? Well, she would probably do fun things that oh, would yeah. excite her and give her energy instead of being pouty about this situation or complaining about being stuck in traffic. So uh, I think that's a good like kind of frame of mind. And I think it's hard for people to feel comfortable trying new things, but somehow giving yourself a second persona makes it easier because you don't have, you don't know exactly who Camille 2.0 is, yeah. but you can make her whoever you want her to be. So if you want to reinvent yourself this year, it's a really good time. You can give it a good name. It helps you to think about situations in a different light um, to ask yourself, like, you know, what would this person do? Um, and there's a lot of different podcasts that I've heard that um, kind of give that same metaphor of like, what would Superman do? Like, what would your best version of yourself react in this mm-hmm. situation? Um, and so that's kind of what I've been alluding to in my 50 fun things. So if you want Camille 2.0 to come into 2020 guns blazing, ready to turn the fitness ship around, now is a great time. So I am really excited about this event. As you can tell, it's really given me a lot of energy and excitement around it. I'm excited to see what other ideas you guys have for ways to be healthy and increase your fitness in the coming year. What other pieces do you have to add? I'm just so excited for you to do this with the fitness perspective. Mm-hmm. And, and I can't wait to hear stories about how the participants have been changed and motivated and their results. So I'm just I'm just eager 
Me too. And really, I mean, I've wanted to be a public speaker since I was like 19. And so getting to facilitate my own event like this is really, you know, a 50 fun block for me. It's a big step um, in the right direction for me as a person in my personal growth journey. And I'm super excited to share that energy and that excitement and be a helping hand and kind of lay out the path. Um, What I find working with a lot of my personal training clients is that path can seem really big, scary, and you can feel really alone in that journey. And the physical part is one of the parts that go along with it. There's also the mental journey that goes along with it. So I do a lot of mindset work with my clients, and I'm excited to kind of take that to the next level to give them a little bit more professional guidance um, and kind of lay the field for them and welcome them along with the journey. It doesn't have to be a big, scary thing um, for people. And I think that anyone can do it to kind of grab their their life and I've been saying turn the ship around in the last couple months Uh, it's been a metaphor it's just okay people notice things are going the wrong direction let's whip her around and head towards smoother seas Um, so hopefully all of you who are listening today can come and join me this will be at snap fitness Anoka and it's going to be on January 26th at 3 p.m. And we'll have like hour and a half, two hour workshop. You'll get to leave with your very own workbook and chart to go along with it. And of course, have me as a point of contact for any way that I can help um, during this experience because I am here to help. Well, thank you so much for listening. And we'll be sure to have Teresa on for another podcast here in the future. So stay tuned and thanks for listening. It's been great being on. It's been fun. Thanks. Yes. We'll see you for more 50 fun things. Bye.